genre. Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Hayes. Joining us for the last and final time this week, Chris Dobrowski. Hey everyone, hopefully it's not the last time ever. <laughs> hey, we've got uh, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, 4, 5, Balboa, oh, and man. two Creed Talk, movies. Talking for days. <laughs> Uh, today we're knocking out minute twenty-five. Pick up on that, Chris. I'm knocking out. Ding, ding, ding! Let's go. <laughs> it begins with Rocky and Paulie still talking in the stink, and it ends with Andy wondering where the real fighters are. So we finally find out what um, Paulie wanted to talk to Rocky about. Mm-hmm. He uh, he asks Rocky if he's still working for Gazzo. And Rocky says, "Yeah." And Paulie asks, "Why don't you talk to him about me?" Is he surprised at this, or is Paulie asking this all the time? I don't. I don't know. Um, he doesn't seem surprised by it. He doesn't seem surprised by it, or I don't think Rocky asks him this all the time. It's because it's, if he asked him all the time, he would say like, "Did you didn't did you talk to Gazo about me?" Or it's yeah. like the first time he's bringing it up. Yeah, it, it's like he didn't have an answer prepared yet, though, because he he was like, oh, "I don't think Gazo's hiring right now." Paulie Paulie's no slouch though. Paulie looks like just from the first impressions, he looked like a little chubby, a little bit of a bum, but he's a, actually a big guy, mm-hmm. and he's probably a tough guy now. We watched the, in a couple minutes ago where Rocky went to the docks and he was supposed to break... What was that guy's name again? Bob. Bob. He was supposed to break Bob's thumb, but he didn't. And one of the things we talked about was that Rocky is like a really nice guy. And although he has this job as the you know the enforcer for the loan shark, he really doesn't want to hurt nobody. Right. You know, he doesn't want to do that. I have a feeling if Paulie worked for Gonzo <laughs> that Bob's thumb would be broken at this point. Maybe more than just a thumb, too. <laughs> Like, I think Paulie just wants to go break some legs. And, <laughs> and, and I don't think he has the moral compass that... Their moral compass don't point the same way. I think Paulie would be out there breaking thumbs. Do you think that's why maybe he's not really being too, like... Oh, yeah, he is hiring because he knows what Paulie would do if he did get the job. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what? Maybe not the best. He just said he was going to split his sister's head with a razor. If you do that to your sister, I hate to see what you do to Bob. Right. Poor Bob. Poor Bob. He might have a violent streak in him. Maybe. We'll see. Do you also think he's he, he's like a mind mind game kind of guy, like a conniver? Who, Paulie? I don't know. Yeah, we. I don't know what you're referring to. I don't know. Just the. All right, I'll edit that out. Yeah, you can get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> Going deep, I'm a mind game kind of guy. So we got to see a little psychological whatever. On the way out the out of the bathroom, you see the. The payphone and the, the rack of pool cues, the Schmitz sign. That yeah. You got anything else on Schmitz? Or? Uh, just, <laughs> just those two sentences? Uh, nah, just a quick thing. I mean, founded in 1860, was operated for 127 years. They sold out in 1987. Like I said, it changed hands a bunch of times and ended up with the Paps uh, Brewing Company. So that's pretty much it. That's all I got on them. But Philly, you know, local Philly brewery. So again, it's nice to see that. Rocky's got the the connection to the town and you know to the city. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Schmitz. <laughs> mm. We always talk about how the is that a Schmitz sign there? We always talk about how the, how Philadelphia is pretty much like another character in the movie. It's, it plays a very big role in everything. So the Schmitz beer can be a part of it. I'm talking about this sign right here. What is that? 
I think, uh, you know, any good city's got such character. So you guys could probably do a whole scene, uh, you know, I mean, cast on just Philly and all the sites that you're going to see and, and all the, the, the culture that you're going to see part, you know, of the whole movie. Like you said, it is its own character as he's going through all those iconic scenes and they added the statue in anyway. So you go now and it's movie to, you know, to yeah, actual right. real life. So Yeah, once, you know, when he gets into the training, we're going to talk more about about the sights of Philly. Nice. That is that sign appears to be Schlitz beer sign. Schlitz and Schmidt. Schlitz and Schmidt. Schlitz is, is another... I had to verify my age. <laughs> but it was brewed in, in USA uh, since 1849. It's in Philly? A, is it a Philly? Yeah. It's got a uh, timeless taste, crisp and light with a faint sweetness. It's, it's the beer that made Milwaukee famous. Milwaukee. All right. Did you get anything on Schlitz? I didn't even notice that sign. I was too focused on my Schmitz. They became the largest beer producer in the U.S. in 1902 and enjoyed that status at several points in the first half of the 20th century, exchanging a title with Anheuser-Busch. All right. It's headquartered in Los Angeles. So. How about that? So Paulie says, uh, tells Rocky that the sister's drying up. <laughs> Very sensitive, this guy. Literally or figuratively? He says if she doesn't start living, her body's going to dry up. So I think we all know... We all can read between the lines there. So he, he says that tomorrow's Thanksgiving and invites Rocky over to talk to Adrian. So Rocky That's agrees. We know that it's Wednesday. Uh-huh. I didn't even pick up on Thanksgiving that. Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. Well, so then we know why everybody's here. What is Wednesday? It's the biggest oh, the party big- night of, of the year. So <laughs> and that's why the girl was there. there for a party. And there is a guy now that she is talking to. We didn't really see her with before. Oh, yeah? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, as they're walking out. She look, found a gentleman she caller. She did find a gentleman caller. So this is, this is, oh, oh the, yeah, yeah, right here. In the uh, maroon cardigan. Or, oh, no, this is the guy in the varsity jacket. He's in the, the other minute as well. So this is the big night out, night before Thanksgiving outing? I guess so. I mean, if I go out on Thanksgiving or before, I usually wear my varsity jacket. You know, <laughs> and uh, usually picks up. All the girls. Tons of chicks. Yeah. You get carded, though, all the time. Now, hold on a second here. Again, this is, this is going to be a little visual, so listeners, hang on a second. Watch when they walk past the girl. Now, she's talking to this guy at the bar. Mm-hmm. Watch her when they pass her by. Ready? Whoa, she's checking out Paul's yeah, ass. She's checking. We're rocking. <laughs> like, she's talking to this guy, but as they pass by, she's she's... Completely oh, yeah. staring them down as they walk by, checking out, I, I would assume, Rocky. <laughs> of course. She's interested. Maybe she, that's why wow. she's all dressed up tonight. She knew Rocky was coming in? She at night before Thanksgiving, where else would he be? So after Rocky agrees, Paulie, Paulie's like, his whole attitude has changed from wanting to break the, f- f- kill the freaking moron that broke the mirror. Um, he says, tomorrow you come, you come for some bird, right? And he does like a little hand gesture. Right? But yeah. he seems like excited about it. Yeah. Like, hey, all right, come for some bird tomorrow. Yeah, and some like, pep in his stuff. Thanksgiving is the best holiday. Rocky gives his absolutely. Yeah, he did like a like a heel pivot on the he way was out. Happy, he got very happy when Rocky was coming around. Maybe because he realized it's not going to be a lonely Thanksgiving with my sister who I want to kill. It's <laughs> Rocky's going to come over and have a nice nice Thanksgiving dinner. And he just walked out with a free beer from Rocky, plus the one still in his jacket pocket. <laughs> so I mean, I'd be happy walking out like that. I'm surprised he doesn't come back in for the glass he left on the towel dispenser in the bathroom. Yeah, Andy puts a, a fresh beer on the bar for Rocky. Paulie takes it and walks out. Right, uh, so but he, he he says that he has to go because if he's ten minutes late, Adrian calls the police or, or the, the hospital. Right, takes Rocky's beer. So uh, Andy, in a, in a bit of acting brilliance, um, reaches out and calls Paulie back. But Rocky says he got it, and Andy opens another beer for Rocky. 
And then we get to the TV interview with Apollo Creed. Now we see Apollo for the first time. This is it. It's the post. The other poster we can finally yeah, get a clear view of Rock, Rossman and Camper, yeah. Briscoe and Warren. That's where it was. AC Convention Hall, December eighth, nineteen seventy three. It's a Saturday. What's the date? December eighth, nineteen seventy three. Atlantic City is one of those South Jersey beach towns that that has a big Philadelphia feel, the vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's really like most of South Jersey, right? A lot of South Jersey people are Philly fans for mm-hmm. you know sport, all kinds of sports, baseball, hockey, whatever. It's uh everything from what like Tom's River South, South of that. Are you, are you? I'm sorry, are we getting too local? I, no, but I mean, I think everybody knows where Atlantic City is and knows about Atlantic City. You think we have worldwide <laughs> international <laughs> hockey is an international phenomenon. You think the people in Russia that are the Drago fans out there are going to want to not know where Atlantic City is? They need uh, to know. Yeah, I hope so. South part of Jersey, close to Philly. That's it. Now we now we're ge- geographically context. There we go. Uh, so news anchor is talking about a bicentennial fight with Mac Lee Green in Philadelphia at the fabulous Spectrum. Is Mac Lee Green not the most fighter fight name you've ever heard? What is it? Mac Lee Green. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. Is he an Irish fighter or uh, even now? Is his first name really Mac or Mac Lee? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, go to Mighty Mix and let us know. <laughs> yeah. If you know anything about Mac Lee Green, <laughs> there was only a, a way to look things up quickly and talk about them immediately. Um, so, All right, I'll, I'll do some uh, some spitballing. Some filling. Um, so the news anchor throws it to the guy doing the interview. And uh, Apollo, um, this is where you get... This is where... This is, <laughs> okay, we'll this is where you get... Um, you know, our introduction to Apollo Creed, who t- took a page out of Muhammad Ali's book um, with his attitude and his arrogance and his confidence. Uh, he calls it the greatest sporting event in the country's history, a gala occurrence with me beating Green like he committed a crime. As he's walking with his overcoat thrown over his shoulders, sharply dressed in his suit. Now, this is the first time that Creed showed up, right? Yes. So, so it's just weird, like, in the television, you know, it's not, it almost comes off as passive, but obviously it's this flashy guy, and as mm-hmm. far as I know, that loosely based on Muhammad Ali, so he's got that little extra, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, like, showmanship to him, you know, like, yeah. that Ali had, so. It's everything, um, including the way... The cadence he uses when he talks, you know, it, it sounds sounds like every Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. interview you've ever heard. Right. Arrogant and just confident. There's always these, like, lines that he uses, you know, like, what does he beat him like he committed a crime? Like, mm-hmm. there's this little, like, subtle, we're not using metaphors here, but, you know, those quick hits that he's always using throughout every every scene, you know? But it's, it, it's a lot different than the scene in... With the the fight promoter, when when he finds out that Green can't fight, and they're looking for a new fighter, his demeanor and the way he talks isn't that cocky. You know, what the hell am I trying to say? No, keep going. Uh, it's it's a different different way he talks. You know, when he's when he's in his office than when he's in front of a TV camera. So he's you think he's like a showing. You know, it's a showmanship thing for the camera, the publicity, the whole. You know, the little. But then he's still a businessman on the back end of all that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Yeah, I could definitely see that. You can hate on Floyd all you want, but he made millions of dollars on his last fight, right? Because he's his own promoter. He's hundreds his own thing. Yeah, hundreds of millions. So, I mean, I'm not comparing Creed to... Never mind. <laughs> I'm not a Floyd fan. I don't think anybody here is. He's all right. And he gives his, uh, his things were better in the old days speech to Rocky. He says, you take a look at that guy. He wants to know where the real fighters are going to come from, the pros. He says, all we got today is blank. It's like the match game, because that's where the uh, minute ends. All we got today is blank. Oof. So you're going to find out. You're going to have to wait. Tough edit. Man. You're going to have to wait God. all weekend to find Couldn't out. Couldn't give him a second. No. Strict to the minute. That's right. No. You got to wait till Monday. We don't mess around, man. Uh, hey, I like it. Got to tune in to find out where the real, real what is it? All we got today yes. is blank. What is he going to say? Huh? I mean, Creed is he's good. I mean, he's obviously pretty uh, well-respected a fighter already. He is the champ. And we'll so, find out. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Not with you, Chris, because you're out of here. Yeah, that'll be my last. But we find out that, that Rocky has a lot of respect for, for Creed and what, and what he's done in his life. Um, but Andy doesn't, doesn't think much of him. Think it's just an old school mentality towards the boxer, or you know, like I mean, everybody's always a little nostalgic about who was the the prime when they were maybe growing up, or mm-hmm. or whatever. You think that's what Andy's doing here? You've seen enough fighters work in the bar. You think Andy? No, Andy's probably not old enough for like the Rocky Marciano, maybe Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, it's tough to see how old Andy is. <clears throat> yeah, he's just a boy. I agree, guy. though. We you always you know. Things are always better in your time. Whenever you talk about, you know, we're baseball fans. When we talk about baseball, you're talking about, oh, they're, you know, we're the Don Mattingly's of, of our King Griffey Juniors of this era. You always compare it back to what you know, what you relate to. So that's all he's doing. I don't blame him. Things are always better in the past, it seems, right? So we're just the salty old guys now? Oh, sometimes I feel a little salty. That's a natural. That's, the old days were always better. It's like uh, a metaphor for looking... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love a good metaphor. Always a good metaphor. <laughs> All right. I mean, these are thin minutes this week, so. No, I think we got a lot out of them, though. I, I can't wait to get to the minutes where it's full of information where we're running out of stuff to talk to. Talk about. We had a couple of 30-minute episodes there a couple weeks ago. Knocking them out of the park. 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a lot easier with, uh, when you have guests. Sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't been here uh, for the last couple, so I guess it didn't really work out. But, uh, no, this was this was a good good week. Yeah, no, it's it's great great addition to the uh, to the minutes this week. Any you know, parting words you want to say? You want to shout out to the fans? Nah, I just thanks for having me on. It was good to uh, be part of the the whole dynamic of you guys putting this together. It's uh, pretty cool to see somebody that I know making. A jump to like the mainstream little uh, podcast world. Uh, hope you guys continue and successful. And uh, I want to be back for at least uh, Rocky Four since it is my favorite. Oh my god, that's we're talking years from now. Uh, keep it going. <laughs> if you're doing one a day, can't take it out. How about this? We'll have you back for Rocky Two. Oh, all we'll right. Start there. <laughs> all right. Don't get too big for your britches. Tune in to see if Chris ever comes back. Yes, please do. Please yeah. tune in anyway. Yeah, to tune in, even if I'm not around. Even if I get edited out of all these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Our editor has his work cut out for him. <laughs> all right, well, once again, um, you can find us on Facebook at our listeners page, uh, Mighty Mix. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute. 
And you can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Go visit Movies by... Is that what it is? MoviesByMinutes.com. And uh, find out all the other movies that have taken on the same format. Uh, and listen to a bunch of them, because they're all really great. All right? I hope you had a good week with us. And come back next week on the next Rocky Minute. <laughs>